And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you very much. They are the legendary John Bon Jovial. What a nice ring that has to it. Oh, yeah. When they meet you. Yes, (laughs) that's great. (laughs) Right. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, listeners. Welcome back. So glad to have you here with us uh, from around the world. And, of course, from Rochester, New York, where you're listening to us on WRFZ FM 106.3. Rochester Free Radio. And we're so happy to have all of you listeners in Rochester with us, including uh, our friends there at the House of Guitars. Also, we want to... uh, we want to make the announcement that there are now a couple of other ways, a couple of new ways to listen to the David Bowers Award, the only award, the only show that is always an award show. And they are, you can now listen to the David Bowers Awards on the TuneIn Radio app and also a new one called PodCoin. You're going to be hearing a lot more about that. As a matter of fact, we may even be talking about that here in the near future. But uh, PodCoin is a uh, is a podcast app that pays you to listen to podcasts like this one. Ooh. So if you were yeah if you were on podcast, you would be getting paid for listening to us. Now, I don't know how much it gets paid. I don't know how much it's worth or how it works for that matter. But you can check it out online at podcoin.com. Okay? Watch for us. And, hey, maybe you'll get paid to uh, listen to things like, uh, well, like this, a new track we've got on right here. It's called A Doo-Wop Shuffle, and it's by an old friend of ours, Mr. Tommy James.
There you go. That's Tommy James, as, as you may remember him from Tommy James and the Shondell. This is his, this is from his newest album. It's called Alive, appropriately enough. And it's the first new album he's put out in over 10 years. And believe me, not only is he still alive, but Tommy James is still making vital, important, and absolutely catchy music. His new album is filled with this kind of ear candy, as they say, that kind of sticks to your soul like a tattoo on the brain. There's a picture for you. Tommy James, and uh, I, I have to tell you, we are trying to put together something. If we can fit it into a schedule and everything comes together, we're going to have Tommy come in and sit with us for an hour and play uh, some more of the tracks from this album. Now, what you just heard was a thing called uh, what was a doo-wop shuffle. And uh, that's part one, actually. There's a second part. And for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, they use, uh, he, he's doing salutes to some of the music from the 1950s, from early rock and roll. And uh, that's the thing about this album. This is Tommy James, as you've never heard him before. Uh, he really uh, jumps from genre to genre. And uh, it's... Uh, as he told me, this is something he's wanted to do. John and I got to talk with him a few minutes on the phone, and he said this is something he's wanted to do for some time where he can actually get in and just do what he wants to do. And I, I think you'll agree that it has paid off, and uh, uh, you're going to love the album. If you haven't already heard it, I would strongly urge you to check it out. The album is Alive by Tommy James. You can also check him out on Sirius XM Radio, where he has a, uh, a show of his own. And uh, I think, if I remember correctly, it's called Getting Together, which, again, is a title from another one of his songs. And uh, we are really looking forward to hopefully being able to have him come in and sit with us for an hour and talk to us and play some more of the music from this album. Tommy James, the album is called Alive. And uh, John Bon Jovial, are you alive? I am, and I'm enthusiastic as all get out for this new album that Tommy is putting out because I'm listening to his voice, and I know that he's up there. He's He's got to be uh, our age or maybe even a couple of years older now, and I'm thinking back to the days of uh, Moni Moni and Crimson and Clover and, and, yeah. and, mm -hmm. and hearing his voice on this. And I think that not only has he mellowed with age, but his voice is stronger now than it was back in the late 60s, yeah. early 70s. And I'm so impressed with this. And I am so yeah. thrilled at the prospect that we're going to be able to hopefully spend an hour with Mr. James and discuss his music, not only the present music, but also some of the music of the past, because I know our listeners are going to want to know about that as well, his thoughts and feelings and well, that kind of thing. You're going to be able to do that uh, because it fits right into the album concept. It sure does. He has, reworked, he has reworked a couple of his old hits, three, I think, if I remember correctly. But he's reworked a couple of them on the album. And it's kind of a, uh, kind of a little bit different approach, but he's got a couple of the old songs on there. Dragging the Line is one. And, uh, well, I don't want to give it all away, but uh, this is a fantastic album. I've been... Uh, fortunate enough to be able to hear the entire album and uh it is uh well they talk about his book which is uh, in the process of being made into a movie uh, called me the music me the mob and the music by tommy james and uh that is definitely a must read if you're into music at all you want to check that out tommy james me the mob and the music 
and uh, the subtitle of his book is One Hell of a Ride. And believe me, you listen to this album, and uh, I talked to his publicity manager, and I told her, I said, agreed, it is one hell of a ride. Great album. You're going to love it if you're into music at all, especially if you're into the music of the 50s, 60s, and 70s, uh, because uh, as, as you said, John, it, it is Tommy James at his best, as you've never heard him before. And yes, I think, his, uh, I think he has a power and a personality to his music that he's never had before. And uh, we uh, definitely look forward to being able to sit and talk with him in the very near future. Uh, and we're keeping our fingers crossed that we can. Right here on the David Bowers Awards. Remember, this is a show that's always an award show, which makes everyone who appears on the show an automatic award winner. And you get to help pick them. So if you know someone in music or with a music-related story that you think deserves an award or some kind of recognition for something great or stupid, uh, give, a, give us a line, drop us a line, david at thedavidbowers.com. Let us know, and uh, perhaps we'll use your recommendation right here on the show. A couple of quick notes we want to mention. Uh, one is a, uh, a sad and unfortunate note. A music icon uh, died just today as we... Uh, we're preparing to get ready to uh, do the show today. As you know, we record ahead of time. And uh, Art Neville has died at uh, 81 in New Orleans. And he was the founding uh, member of the Neville Brothers, as well as a group called The Meters. And actually, he died this morning at the age of 81. I was confirmed by his nephew, Ivan, who is the son of brother Aaron Neville, and also his manager for two decades. Uh, the keyboardist, singer, songwriter known as Papa Funk was born December 17, 1937, grew up loving doo-wop music and the piano music of New Orleans, the giants like Fats Domino and Professor Longhair. During high school, he joined a group called the Hawkettes, and just a year later, at the tender age of 17, he sang lead vocals on the Hawkettes version of a country tune called Mardi Gras Mambo which went on to become a carnival classic and is played every year in New Orleans at carnival time. As a matter of fact, uh, the brothers are so, so much a part of New Orleans history that uh, uh, the carnival concerts all have for years ended with a uh, medley of Neville Brothers tunes, which you can find online. As a matter of fact, Mardi Gras Mumbo is also available online at YouTube, among other places, so you can check it out. Sad to note that... Uh, we lost Art Neville today at the age of 81. We do have an award we want to make today, and uh, this is a, uh, well, actually, it, it touches kind of close to home because uh, this gentleman is a, uh, is a friend of ours and has provided us with several of the guests here on the show, and we really enjoy working with him and the talent that he provides for us. So we have an award to Michael at MTS Management. And uh, Michael at MTS Management announced today that uh, MTS Records and Management has just signed physical and digital distribution deal with one of the major distributors that will put their artists their music artists in brick and mortar stores throughout Southeast Asia, Europe, 
Canada, literally worldwide. Their distribution will be among the best in the world, and we salute and congratulate MTS Management and MTS Records and Michael there for uh, a fantastic accomplishment. We're really proud to be able to say that we work with you, Michael, and we're looking forward to even more in the future. Congratulations and best to you. We've got a lot going on here today, so we want to get right into the music. And uh, our first guest will be coming along very shortly. They are an interesting and great group that uh, we stumbled across by accident. They do a kind of a contemporary Celtic sound. I think you're going to like them. They call themselves the Town Pants. Here they are with Broken. She's broken. I can't fix her She's spoken Of things I can't picture She's broken But somehow she's made me see That what I'm really trying to fix is me I'm broken And I can't fix me like a horse with blinders on I refuse to see What brings me up will also bring me down I'm throwing in the towel for the next round Could I be the man I need to be Without what's broken inside of me
There you go. That's broken by our next guest, a group from, uh, well, they're up Canada way, as a matter of fact. They call themselves the Town Pants. And uh, actually, we don't, usually on the phone calls here, uh, my co-host puts a name on so that I know who I'm talking to. And uh, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't there, but uh, we are going to, uh, okay, that's, uh, they're there. Okay, let's talk to them right now. Hello. Hi, how you doing, David? There you are. We're glad to have you with us today. Doing fine, thanks, especially now that we know we got you on the line. Who am I talking to, please? You're talking to uh, Dwayne Kill and uh, Johanna. So, yeah. Here's okay, Dwayne, Johanna, welcome aboard. Glad to have you here with us. And so glad to hear the music of this group that I just discovered a, a couple of days, and well, about two, three days ago, uh, by accident as I was auditioning um, new music and groups, and I, I came across, <laughs> uh, I think if I remember correctly, uh, Jeff Tripoli had uh, had emailed me, and uh, for our uh, for our other artists out there who would like a shot at being on the show, the address is david at thedavidbowers.com. And I think it was Jeff that sent me a, a story about you, how you were appearing at a place that I'm familiar with. I had been to the uh, Great Irish Festival up there in uh, in the uh, Mohawk Valley, New York, in Frankfurt, New York, and uh, had a great time when we were able to go there. And uh, you're in good company. There's some great acts that appear there, and uh, apparently uh, you're going to fit right in there because you guys have a great sound. Thank you. Yeah, we're actually playing all over uh, upstate New York for a few months. We're going to be playing the Syracuse uh, Guinness Festival. We're doing Sportsman's Cavern, which is a fantastic live music yes, venue in uh, in Buffalo. Uh, and uh, a bunch of Celtic festivals, Jamestown Celtic Festival, Dublin Irish uh, Festival. It's, it's, it's a whirlwind tour, really, uh, this summer. I I know what you mean, and I'm from upstate New York originally, so I'm familiar with all these places. And, of course, we have a connection. Our our flagship FM station is WRFZ, uh, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York. And uh, if you're not familiar, that's uh, just a little bit west of Syracuse. And uh, so we're we're familiar with upstate New York and all those places you're mentioning. And uh, it's a great place. There's a lot of Irish interests up there, and uh, I know between the interest in the music and the sound that you guys put out that uh, you're going to do very well up there. How long have you been an act together? Thank you, David. Uh, yeah, we, we, by the way, we love Rochester. It's such a great town. Always treated us really well. Um, we, uh, we've been together now for 20, uh, 22 years, which is crazy oh. because we don't, we don't look like we're in our eighties, but, uh, <laughs> because, because, it's another, yeah. Another one of those uh, one of those musical overnight success stories. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're, we're we started the band when we were uh, quite young, actually. But we've just been my brother and I started the band, and we've been doing it for twenty twenty two years, and we've done uh, six tours all over Europe and and the U S. Uh, the U S. just has the best fans. Oh well, that's great to hear. Because uh, we hear often of the fans in Europe, and of course Canada's got some wonderful fans too. So it's always good to hear that our fans are good too. And if, when you're in Rochester, if you get a chance, 
you have to stop by a place called the House of Guitars. Now, this isn't a commercial for the House of Guitars, but in addition to being very musically oriented and also uh, loving us, and we love them because they blast the David Bowers Awards on Saturday over the speakers in the store and out in the streets, but also because the House of Guitars is a bit of a landmark. It's almost a museum to music in upstate New York. Uh, anybody who ever was big in the world of music has stopped by there at one time or another, and they've got the souvenirs to prove it. I think I can't tell you exactly what, but I know they've got stuff from Elvis, Joe Bonamassa, all over the place they've got this stuff. Stop in. If you get a chance, stop in, see them, and be sure and say hello to uh, uh, to Eric and uh, and his dad there, and tell them that uh, you know that we told you to. They had to stop by and say hello. I know you'll be well received there. I actually bought my last guitar at uh, at 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 the House of Guitars. Awesome! See, I told you anybody who's in the area that is anybody in music winds up at the House of Guitars. John Bon Jovi, are you sitting there with a grin on your face from ear to ear? You must have something you want to contribute. A grin from ear to ear. <laughs> yeah, be yeah, well, careful; the top of your head doesn't fall off. Well, you know, listen, all the hair did, so there's no reason why I shouldn't expect the rest of it not to. <laughs> well, you said that I didn't. <laughs> well, first of all, guys, we we have. We have John Bon Jovi on the line as well. N- no, not John that. Bon Jovi. Not no, 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 no. It's a play on words. <laughs> John Bon Jovi. Oh, not not Mr. Bon Jovi. Uh, we're, we're, we're we're still waiting for the cease and desist letter. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, guys, thank you so much for being on with us today. It's great. Uh, I. And uh, just hearing uh, your music for the first time, and, and that is by design because David wants me to uh, develop an honest first impression as we, are, as we go to air. And so in listening to the song that we just played, The Wall, uh, I, I want to ask you about it because it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but there's a really heavy Celtic influence there. So what has brought that about, and what other elements went into making this song? Because I tell you what, I think it's pretty darn good. Broken was actually a song that my brother wrote uh, about 10 years ago, and we just put music to it uh, last, last year and recorded it on the Something to Say album. Um, Johanna brought so much to it with her fiddle playing and it was just it was such a fun song to record and joanna joanna is the uh, fiddle player that's right yeah here she is awesome here i am awesome <laughs> i was going to bring that up and tell you that uh, you've got a an amazing fiddle player there i have listened to the entire album and uh, it uh, it really ties ties your music together really great johanna okay. Thank you so much. That was my first album with this band, and it was a real pleasure to record with them and be part of the songwriting process and then get a couple of my own original tunes on that album as well. Well, I have a, be careful now, because I have a sneaky suspicion after hearing what I just heard that uh, they're going to want you to stick around a while. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> So, so I, my 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 follow up question then, I guess, is uh, who are your Celtic heroes? Uh, well, you know, we um, you know grew up in Canada, so uh, we we grew up listening to the Clancy Brothers. You know, when we were just kids, and oh, my grandfather, right. make them. my grandfather, 
my grandfather used to sing the old Irish rebel tunes, and my uh, my dad. There was always huge kitchen parties uh, where both sides of the family, the, the Acadian side of the family and the Irish side of the family, would just sit around and play music for hours and hours and hours. Um, so at first, I would say my family was my biggest influence, and then we we realized, you know, the Irish Rovers, the Clancy Brothers, the Dubliners, um, and later in life, uh, there's a band called the Spirit of the West in Vancouver. We've we've been uh, lucky to perform with them maybe ten or twelve times, and they're amazing musicians and great people. And unfortunately, they don't perform anymore. Uh, but uh, I would say they were probably a, a huge influence, as well as all the, uh, the, you know, the greats. Well, it sounds, you know, it, it, it's pretty apparent, the influence in there. And I, and I love the vision of the, of the family sitting down and playing music. Uh, it, it's almost like a, tradition, a traditional family dinner of breaking bread. And uh, I, that's that, that's tremendous. Uh, you know, we all have our own family oh, yeah. traditions. You know, my the, you know my my family when I was growing up as a kid. Uh, you know, we always got together. We got together at least a couple of times a month for uh, you know grandparents, aunts, uncles, that kind of thing. And uh, it, it's it's very important to have that in your life. And and I think sounds to me anyway. And correct me if I'm wrong. That the music has done exactly that for you guys. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, my hero growing up was my dad because even after bedtime, you know, we'd be sneaking around the corner in the, uh, uh, the stairwell watching him command the room when he grabbed the guitar and would sing a few tunes. And it was, uh, you know, we all, both my brother and I just wanted to be like dad. It was really exciting to watch him play and hear him sing. Well, that's excellent. That well, really the is. music, your music is uh, definitely exciting to hear. And, yes, I, I can believe that you had some real serious roots there because this is something you can't, you can't manufacture that feel. It's either there <laughs> or it isn't. And I think I mentioned, uh, perhaps, I think it was to you in one of our emails, uh, there's a couple of tracks you do that even remind me a little bit of the, of the folkiness of uh, the Kingston Trio. Uh, which I'm sure you've heard of somewhere along the way, and uh, a major, major act in folk music in this country. And matter of fact, they practically single-handedly revived folk music uh, back in the late 50s, early 60s. And uh, I, I hear some of the feel, some of the harmonies, of course, but some of the feel come out of it, the sing-along feeling, and uh, it, it's really refreshing. We had the we did a uh, feature of uh, Bob Shane, one of the original members, as his uh, first solo album out, and we did a feature uh, highlighting the tracks from that album here a few weeks ago, which was very well received. And uh, I think you've got you've got that same feel that they had. That just it just it's infectious. It catches you and uh, kind of like an earbud. You can't get it out of your head. Thank you very much, David. Yeah, the Kings, Kingston Trio were definitely an influence and uh, fantastic musicians and I, I love what they did to the music scene I, I'm looking forward to hearing that album yeah it's out now it's called um, let me make sure I get this right uh, as a matter of fact I will try to reach it I can't quite reach it it's called Simple Gifts it's uh, Bob Shane uh, the Lost Solo Tapes and uh, he, 
it's interesting in that he does uh, does some stuff that he wanted to do for years. I had talked to Bob, and he told me he'd always wanted to do a country album, and of course he never could. And they were so popular, and he was so dedicated to their music that he never did go solo. And uh, a bunch of tracks that he did on his own back in the 60s were found, and they remastered them in Nashville. And uh, it's really an interesting album because you get a little bit of the Kingston Trio feel and sound, and you also get kind of an insight into Bob Shane himself. So if you get a chance to listen to the album, I know you're going to enjoy it. Simple gift. And uh, speaking of albums and everything, what have you guys got going now in the future? You got a new album coming, some new music or anything? Uh, we're hoping to record uh, after our tour. Right now, we're we're kind of embedded into our uh, into our summer tour. So yeah, I mean, we're, sure. we're constantly writing and constantly writing down stuff and jamming and, and coming up with ideas for the next album. But really, this uh, something to say is uh, you know it, it kind of just came out uh, not, I guess it's a year, a year that we released it. So, uh, you know, we're still really excited about this album uh, while we're writing the new tracks for the next one. I mean, we're obviously excited about uh, what's going to come out of us on the next one as well, especially with Johanna So's help. (laughs) You know, I... What's that? I got to check number two off my list soon. (laughs) And what's number two? Oh, album number two, I mean. For her. You know, ah, for gotcha. me, my okay. second album. <laughs> I gotcha. And I, I think that uh, that album name, uh, Something to Say, uh, was very well chosen because you listen to the music, it does have something to say. And it, again, it, it's kind of like an earbug. It gets in your head, and you almost have to listen to it. I mentioned also to you that this is one album that I will go back and uh, I have programmed to play for myself, not just for the show here. And uh, it's really a, a great and enjoyable album. And I'm going to share it now with uh, John Bon Jovial now that he's gotten to hear it. Because as he said, I never do let him hear things ahead of time. I want to get his spontaneous <laughs> re- reaction. And uh, right. now I'll go ahead and share it with you, John. I'll, uh, I'll make sure you get a copy of it. Well, that's very kind of you. Right. Thank you so much. <laughs> And so we you thank you about, guys. Go ahead. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Yeah. Well, you had asked about Broken, um, and I just wanted to say my brother had written that about, uh, he, he heard a story from a, a girl that he had dated, and it was just, uh, it was really sad what she had gone through and, and all the trials and tribulations, and uh, she had been mistreated and all this stuff, and he thought, oh, my God, she's so broken. And then he realized how broken he was, and kind of how broken we all are at times. And yet, without those experiences and without those hardships, uh, we wouldn't be the people we are today. So that was the inspiration for that song. Well, I appreciate you going in because you just took away my final question I was going to ask. And uh, I thank you. Uh, it's it's great when you have, a, uh, you have an artist guesting on your show who knows where you're going with something. I want to thank you so much for joining us today, sharing your story as well as your music, and uh, especially telling us about the, uh, this, this great album, Something to Say. The group is The Town Pants, ladies and gentlemen, and here is The Wall.
They call themselves the Town Pants, and uh, it's a great sound, don't you think, John Bon Jovi? I love it. Those they're 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 really good. Nice full orchestration. They did a great job. It's happy music. I like it. It's happy music. It, it, it is. Yeah, just sit around and have a good time, good feel. Uh, and I, I was really impressed when I uh, when I first heard them. I've uh, 
I've listened to some Celtic groups. We've had a couple on in the past, but uh, this was the first time I had heard of the town pants. You don't, you don't forget a name like that, but uh, we've got to get moving on right now here on the David Bowers Awards because our next guest is standing by and ready to go. So let's listen to a thing called home and we'll talk to Roy Alexander right after. I think it's real, yeah Nobody knows my pain, oh, oh Feels like I'm really trapped, yeah In a dream with no escape, escape, escape All these people trying to say they understand But to be honest, you will never understand Unless you see life for yourself And I don't wish that upon no one else, yeah I just wanna see you smile And there you have it, Roy Alexander. The song is called Home, and Roy is sitting in here with us, uh, ready to talk to us. Welcome aboard, Roy. Yo, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, you're up, my man, and we're doing just fine. So glad you could join us here today. Roy, uh, for our listeners... Roy, for our listeners, is in Oslo, Norway. He has been to the States recently. And, uh, well, you'll be coming back to the States sometime soon, won't you? 
uh, hopefully, yeah, I will uh, do some work over there, and hopefully I will be in the States soon. We look forward to that. Please, please keep in touch with us. Let us know where you are. And uh, if you're going to be out in public, we'll be sure and uh, let the listeners know where they can find you. Uh, tell us a little bit about your history, because Americans are not familiar with Roy Alexander. Tell us about, you know, where you got your start and how you got going in the music business. Yeah, well, I started um, when I was like 12, 13, because at home, everybody was like interested in music in some way. My sister loved dancing, my dad played the piano, and my mom was just like, she loved all the classics, everything. She would always put on some old music that I would just fall in love with. And that's where it started, me singing at home at least. And then it developed to me going out to <clears throat> to like school things and they would be like oh we want to have like a little performance you want to perform and I just said okay I think I did a cover of Payphone by Maroon 5 and yeah that's how it started and I just felt like I was doing something right I, I did something that I actually enjoyed and was decent at, at least at that time <laughs> and that's where it all started to be honest when did you when did you turn pro? Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, so the thing was that I never thought about it like that. But I was just going to a studio nearby when I was thirteen, and I just made songs for fun and put it on YouTube until the guy was like, "Hey, let's just why not like start putting it on Spotify?" And I was like, "Okay, let's just try it." And after that, it just started. Me and my dad, which is my manager just went on that roll and kept on making more and more songs and put it on Spotify, on Apple Music, on iTunes, every platform. And I'm glad you brought that up because... I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I really wanted to be sure that we do let the uh, listeners know where they can find you and your music. So we've got you on, uh, what, on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, where else can they find you online? You can find me on, yeah, everywhere. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, uh, just write Roy Alexander with a K and a S. And also you can find me on Instagram at Roy Alex with a K and two S's. And on Facebook, you can find me Roy Alex Official, same on Twitter. All right, and yeah, that's important. I'm glad you brought that out. I want to be sure and mention the fact that uh, he spells his last name with a K-S, not an X. It's A-L-E-K-X-A-N-D-E-R. So uh, you can look yeah. him up online. You'll find his music. There isn't a lot of his history there and his personal side, so we, we're we going to explore that here today. And I know John Bon Jovial wants to jump in. Uh, Jump on in, John. Okay, well, uh, first of all, Roy, welcome to the program. We're really glad that you're with us today. Uh, Thank you very much, John. Oh, sure. Hey, what I want to know, though, is, you know, we've we've listened uh, to one of your songs, and I want to know what kind of thought process you use in coming up with the musical numbers that you do. What, what are your thoughts on the kind of, um, oh, I don't know, uh, production that goes into it? Uh, have you ever considered using analog versus digital or a mixture of both? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, um, honestly, when I make a song, it depends, like, the thought process. Some songs I just write them down before I head into the studio, and then we take it from there. And then we, like, listen, like, okay, is this, this a sad song? Is this a happy song? What kind of instruments will we put in? What kind of type of 
you know what, what kind of type of feel do we want to have but other songs are more like i listen to the beat and then i jump from where the beat starts like uh, my next single which will come out um early august it's roses in paris that's a song that i was just after making a lot of sad um, not so happy songs. I was realizing that I need something more up tempo for my upcoming project. And I was just like listening to this um, Cuban trap type beat and from there it just went straight. It was it was pretty easy to be honest. It was so fun making that song. And, and I, we're gonna uh, Go ahead, John. Okay, I was just gonna say I think it's human nature for all of us at one time or another in our lives to go to a dark place and then emerge uh, better off for it, and you know, w- uh, on, on an upswing, and to you know, create what it, whether it's music or poetry or sculpture, any kind of art, and uh, I, I think that kind of has to be the natural cycle of things. Do, do you agree with that assessment? Exactly, like that's exactly how it is, and especially to me, I needed to get everything out with my songs. Otherwise, I don't know where I would have been. Like my music was the only way for me to express how I felt because I'm not exactly a person that likes to talk about my feelings to people. So at least I have music where I can let everything out and, and that's, be vulnerable. That's a good thing too, uh, the fact that you're able to express yourself through your music. And uh, for our listeners, uh, we're going to give you a sneak preview because we're going to be playing the tune that Roy has coming out in August. We're going to be playing that at the end of our discussion with Roy here now, so uh, you can look forward to a sneak preview of that. Thank you, Roy, for uh, sharing that and allowing us to uh, play it for our listeners. As you said, you're not really the type of person that uh, really enjoys expressing yourself personally, and uh, the music helps you do that. So that brings my next question. How much of your music really is what we would call autobiographical. How much of it comes from things that occur to you in your life? I would say 70, 80%. Yeah, because some things are not exactly my life, but stories I've heard of, like from my grandparents and stuff like that. And other things are more like Roses in Paris, which was like a totally fun song that I didn't believe. It wasn't something personal, but it was something that I felt like maybe people would enjoy that, like something that is not too serious, but at the same time fun and has like some quality in it. And then it's like, sometimes I would write for an artist I have in mind and then I take it from there. Now you've made yourself... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, that, that was the end. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> right, on personal boat. Yeah, that's that's the thing. You stop to take a breath, and one of us is going to jump in and say something. <laughs> <laughs> so don't forget yeah, that. Exactly. You, you've you've been making yourself uh, quite a name over there in uh, in Europe, and uh, uh, of course uh, Norway and the Scandinavian areas. Uh, what do you see as the next step you want to take career wise? Well, the next step would be to finally cross the borders and get over to the States and try to see how things work over there. That would be awesome. 
We would love to have you. We'd love to be able to tell the folks about it. As I said before, please keep in touch with us. You're now part of the the David Bowers Awards family. Uh, we've got a page on Facebook you can use to post your uh, your events, your shows, your comings and goings, your music and everything. That's what that page is there for. And of course, we're all over the uh, with the internet, Twitter and all the other places that I can't even remember. So uh, please be sure and keep in touch with us. And if you do have announcements and stuff, we'll be more than happy to uh, spread the word for you on this side of the pond. And uh, we do hope you'll let us know when you're going to be back over here in the States. Now, we've been talking about your uh, next track, Roses in Paris, which we're going to play in a couple of minutes here. Do you have any plans for an album or a uh, a grouping of your music of some sort? Well, the plan is to release an album, yeah, which will be called Nomad, and yeah, that's the plan. Hopefully you- we'll make it after this. And do you have a target date or an approximate time? I mean, are we looking late this year, next year, or undecided? It's undecided, but most likely next year. Next year, 2020. Well, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. And uh, you don't know for sure when you're going to be back over here in the States, am I right? Uh, Not 100% sure, no. But uh, hopefully also by this year, but by the end of this year. Great. And John Bon Jovial, you've got time for one last question here. Well, yeah, I'm just hoping that, you know, when you do come back over to the States, uh, if you're going to be doing any touring, you know, we, of course, are hoping that you will stop in the southwest Florida area and also uh, in Arizona because uh, I know that in addition to David and myself, after hearing this music and after the promotion that we're doing here, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to, you know, check out Roy Alexander and, and, and see what this guy is all about. So and not really a question, just kind of a hope more than anything else that, uh, you know, you're going to stay in touch with us. And especially if you're coming over to the United States, we're really going to want to know. Uh, Thank you for all the love. Like, how could Uh, I do it? (laughs) Our pleasure. And we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, give us a call from over there in uh, Norway and spend time with us talking about yourself and your music. And we're going to show the audience right now what you've been talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is Roy Alexander and his next release, Roses in Paris. Out here on my own You grabbed my attention, now I'm yours Now we on the floor, I got no control Maybe you should come right here with me Shakira, Shakira when she on the beat She going on the side like she Becky G She jello, she jello, I'ma lose my feet Oh, I swear she the one She got the red dress She got the roses They on her lip, yeah She call me Jose First we salsa Then we She gonna be mine She, she gonna be mine Sala madame You know I don't know what you mean is Bonjour, mi amore Tu sabes que lo tengo todo Pala portugués I even say konnichiwa Shawty, you remind me of a movie The way that you've been looking kinda groovy All I 
like the way you move, like the way you do your thing. Maybe you should come right here with me. Oh, Shakira, Shakira, when she on the beat. She going on this side like she Becky G. She jello, she jello, I might lose my feet. Oh, I swear she the one, she the one. She got the reds, she got the roses. They on the lip. She call me Jose. First we salsa, then we merengue. She gonna be mine, she she gonna be mine. Sela madam, you know I don't know what your name is. Bonjour, mi amor, tu sabes que lo tengo todo. Bala portugués, I even say konnichiwa. We know not every language. I check you from the other planets. Take you right here. Norwegian pop star Roy Alexander, and that's his soon-to-be-released tune, Roses in Paris. want to thank you all for coming by. want to also thank our friend Mary Perry in Rochester, accredited underwriter, who uh, underwrites the David Bowers Awards. We missed her up front and want to be sure and thank her for underwriting the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. Thank you so much, Mary Perry. Thank our guest, Roy Alexander, as well as the uh, as well as the great uh, group, The Town Pants. Check them out online. Drop them a line. Let them know that you like their music. They'd love to hear from you. John Bon Jovial. I'd love for you to take us home. Okay, David, we are on our way. The David Bowers Awards, as usual, is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and is available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud and MixCloud. And now we are on the TuneIn Radio app and PodCoin, the app that pays you to listen to podcasts. Pretty cool. You should check it out. Uh, click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page, like The David Bowers on Facebook, and of course, follow us on Twitter as well. And be sure to join us next week for The David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFC-FM, that's 106.3 Rochester Free Radio, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 p.m. UTC for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it happen. So until next week, for The David Bowers and and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, I'm yours truly, the legendary John Bon Jovial, saying thank you for listening to us this week. We'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards.